Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. What's going on, everybody? It's Friday, March 11th, and you're listening to the College Football Daily. I'm your host, Nick Costco, and today we're going to get a jam-packed episode with Sun Devil Source's Chris Cartman as he's going to talk some Arizona State football. There's a lot going on right now on and off the field. First, the future of Herm Edwards. Does he last the entire season? Does he have a future beyond 2022? Recruiting violations, investigations, it's all ongoing right now. Chris is going to break down the latest with that as well. And of course, the quarterback situation. Jaden Daniels transferred out. He's over at LSU now, and there was a misfire on trying to land former Oklahoma quarterback Spencer Rattler, who ended up over at South Carolina. Chris is going to break all of that down with me, and also the future of Arizona State. What does the future hold in store for them in 2022 and beyond? Here comes my conversation with Chris Cartman up next right here on the College Football Daily. Please be joined now by Chris Cartman of Sun Devil Source on the 24-7 Sports Network, joining us on the College Football Daily. Chris, appreciate you joining me, man. And State of the Union, Arizona State, there's a lot going on with this program right now. A lot of off-the-field drama, though, and we'll start there. So first, the administration is sticking by Herm Edwards right now. Obviously, a lot of coaches have resigned or have been fired over the past couple of months due to these recruiting scandals or violations, if you want to call them. Uh, What's the latest you're hearing on Herm Edwards and the rest of the staff moving forward? forward into 2022 considering Herm seems to have the backing of the administration right now. Yeah, so there's really a bunker mentality with Herm Edwards and uh, the administration, Ray Anderson, the athletic director, and even up to Michael Crow. There were some comments that were made locally on the radio a couple of weeks ago that a lot of people thought were very perplexing and seemingly at odds with the reality of the situation on the ground as people understand it. And some of the subsequent reporting that we were able to do really showed that things that Michael Crow, ASU's president in particular, said were seemingly disingenuous or, or perhaps ignorant to the reality of the situation which was Edwards' personal participation in a lot of these improper recruiting meetings that took place during the COVID dead period. We've been able to report that he met with a number of prospects that were being pursued by ASU during this period of time on campus primarily, but also at least one occasion at a rented home in Paradise Valley that was secured specifically for the purposes of recruiting. And Crow sort of seemed to suggest that Herm Edwards wasn't responsible for some of the wrongdoing that took place in the program and that some of the bad actors who were involved are now gone. Of course, ASU's had five the ten assistant coaches that were on the staff last year either resign or be dismissed uh, in the wake of this recruiting scandal. So I think there's going to be a lot more that's going to unfold in the coming months. Of course, we're, we're not even close to the notice of allegations phase, much less a resolution aspect of it. And I anticipate that a lot of the a lot of the headwinds that the program has faced since all of this started to uh, develop last June is really going to continue for the duration of this year. So when you say it continues for the duration of the year, do you, do you, would you say that Herm Edwards is safe beyond 2022 or they're going to play it by ear based on the on-the-field performance and also what ultimately comes of this investigation going into next season? Right. So I have not heard specifically 
if they are they've made a decision to move on from her at the end of this season. But my anticipation is that this is only going to get worse for ASU in the coming months. And that coupled with the uh, unlikely improvement of ASU on the field this year will uh, contribute to a, a sentiment in the booster community and more broadly at, at ASU that will make Edwards returning for another season increasingly unlikely. I just don't, I'm not ruling it out. It, of course, could happen potentially, but the way that recruiting is going, the way that things are are, are taking place within the, the the team, and also the administration and the the community more broadly, it just seems very unlikely that Edwards will be back after this year. And also, I think that there's a possibility that he may not even be coaching the team this season, depending upon how things uh, unravel over the next several months. And just real quick before we jump into the on the field stuff, especially in the quarterback situation, you just mentioned that Herm might not even see the field come September. If that's the case, who steps in for him? Right. So when you have the scenario that they're facing right now, where they're self-sanctioning in recruiting up to and including a potential uh, decision to self-impose a bowl ban, not out of the question, but certainly reduction of scholarships, official visits, the amount of days that coaches spend on the road recruiting, that makes it a not particularly inviting scenario for any candidates that you would try to attract to replace from Edwards. And especially when there may be some feeling with uh, Michael Crow that would Ray Anderson even be the guy that you would want to be making the replacement of Edwards, given his decision to hire Herm Edwards, a close friend and business associate for many years that then led to the types of challenges that ASU is now facing, right? So um, the, in that sort of a scenario, I think you would probably see some sort of an interim coach. And then with ASU trying to self-sanction to get through a lot of the the uh, the limitations that they would, would face and in hopes maybe that the NCAA would find that a lot of those things in the resolution phase would be already sufficient punishment to make it where there's an easier sell to a replacement, maybe at the end of this year, that that person would not have as many challenges moving forward. I think that is the, there's no, there's no good scenario that through which ASU will, will emerge from this situation, but that maybe is one where they can sort of pitch that to prospective new coaches while also trying to retain as much of their current roster from transferring as possible in the interim so that they have some remaining talent base. Now, you mentioned the transfers, and the big one, obviously, is quarterback Jaden Daniels, who ends up at LSU. Just your first reaction on that, were you surprised that he ended up leaving the program amid its turmoil, or were you more surprised by his destination of choice going from the Pac-12, you know, one of the better quarterbacks in the conference, to now a loaded division in the SEC, but under a new regime in Brian Kelly and the LSU Tigers? Definitely not surprised to see him transfer. Uh, even after, in December, he put out a video that saying that he'd be back. I had heard that uh, people close to him were still exploring other possibilities in uh, Missouri, uh, San Diego State, Cal, and uh, Florida State and LSU were kind of schools that had been mentioned to me as possible destinations. The reality is that things have deteriorated within the program, uh, offensive coordinator changes, coaches leaving, feeling like they didn't uh, add enough wide receiver transfer to the transfer portal, kind of all together made it such that I felt like there was still a good possibility that Daniels would ultimately transfer, despite the messaging that was put out by ASU and, and, and him personally. LSU, a little bit of a surprising destination. That was, I think, a sort of a late developing thing. They have some guys coming back to their quarterback room, obviously, and you know the, the style of play and some of the other transitional things that are taking place there. Didn't necessarily expect that. 
But also when you look at what Brian Kelly did at Notre Dame with someone like Ian Buck with less talent surrounding at the skill positions, a quarterback like that, I think Daniels can stylistically do a lot of those things, scrambling for first downs and third down situations, being able to do some play extension, RPO, kind of more basic concepts, get the ball to guys in receiver screens and down the field where you can try to allow uh, receivers that LSU has to kind of flourish in the way that, that that's possible. I think that sort of makes sense to me, why he would be intrigued by that that sort of a uh, overall situation. More on the quarterback situation in the State of the Union on Arizona State. When we come back to a quick break, you're listening to the College Football Daily. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Chris, I wanted to stick with the quarterback situation for Arizona State. Now, what do they do in 2022 without Daniels and the fact that there was rum or there were rumblings that Spencer Rattler could have been their guy to come in, but they originally got the commitment from Daniels that he was going to come back in 2022. So they brushed that to the side. What were you hearing at the time when Rattler was leaving Oklahoma? He ends up at South Carolina, of course, but what were you hearing about the Rattler stuff going into this college football offseason, just to clear it up for the folks out there. Yeah, I've spent a lot of time talking to all the people that would kind of know um, how the timeline unfolded. And essentially what happened was ASU season ended with the Territorial Cup against Arizona. Two days later, Spencer Rattler officially entered the transfer portal. ASU coaches were concerned that Jaden Daniels would either transfer or enter the NFL draft. They were watching film of Spencer Rattler, including Herm Edwards and Antonio Pierce, um, when Jaden Daniels actually walked in on them doing so. And a conversation took place about whether Daniels would come back, that he had entered uh, his name for some feedback from the NFL advisory committee about his draft stock. And uh, that led to Daniels essentially saying that he was not going to be entering the draft and had planned on returning. Rattler had been communicating with multiple members of ASU staff and and also even with Jaden Daniels directly to try to ascertain whether Daniels would be back. And he had told people both on ASU staff and also close to him that ASU would be his preferred destination should Daniels decide that he wouldn't be back. And ultimately what happened is Edwards made this decision personally that they were going to believe that Daniels was going to return based upon the things that he was saying. And that sort of preempted their decision to to pursue Rattler more seriously. And then, of course, Rattler went through his process. And uh, I think that at ASU made a miscalculation that um, what Daniels had said at the time would continue to be the case for the coming months and even into the next year, which was, in my opinion, just another in a in a string of some bad 
calculus decisions that have been made by ASU's leadership. I was going to say the way you just broke that down, it just seems like an absolute mess on how they handle that. So now they have neither of those guys. So how do you foresee the Sun Devils looking in 2022? You know, you look at the Pac-12, Lincoln Riley comes into USC. I know Mario Cristobal leaves Oregon, but they're still going to be a power in that conference as well. The rise of Arizona based on their latest recruiting class, they could be good this year or perhaps the next year down the line. And just what you mentioned at the top of this podcast Arizona State seems like they're on their way down now based on this turmoil. So ultimately, how do you see this unfolding here in 2022? You already mentioned Herm might have a short leash. He might not even be there in September, depending on how things uh, unfold here. What do you make of Arizona State in 2022? Right. So on top of that, they're losing more than half of their starters, 13 starters, including some of their best players. They had the most NFL combine invites of any Pac-12 team with eight. So very clearly, they're, they're, they have a significant departure of some of their best and most experienced players. They did do a pretty good job in the transfer portal, uh, adding guys at some positions of need, not, not entirely and maybe not as good as some of the players that they're leaving. That's sort of to be determined. Uh, the quarterback position is a significant question mark. They uh, former walk-on Trenton Bourget is perhaps the most likely heir apparent to Daniels. He's a sort of like um, a lower athletic ceiling, not as big of an arm, but very much a, a game manager, cerebral, cerebral coach on the field type of a quarterback. And then I think other than Borgay, the, the most likely other candidate probably would be Paul Tyson, the former four-star recruit who transferred from Alabama, big arm, big kid. They're very contrasting styles and types of, of players. And it may depend on how quickly that Tyson's able to kind of get up to speed. They, they're going to have a new coordinator. So in a way, it's sort of a reset button in terms of the, the scheme and maybe who has an advantage in some of those respects. But it's hard for me to see that ASU will be, would be better at the quarterback position. And also when they lose uh, Rashad White, Curtis Hodges, uh, they Johnny Wilson decided to transfer to Florida State. There, there's some of their key uh, other skilled players around them that have departed, plus um, three of their starting offensive linemen. So the challenge, I think, is going to only be steeper for them offensively, and especially with their explosive passing game, which already was sort of a limiting factor uh, with the team last year. He is Chris Cartman. You can follow him on Twitter at Chris Cartman. And of course, he's the publisher and insider over at Sun Devil Source on our 24-7 Sports Network. Chris, thank you for joining me. As always, great insight. We look forward to reading more about your reporting on this team. And this is going to be a fascinating situation as the offseason continues and we get into spring and fall ball and eventually the 2022 regular season. Thanks for joining me again, man. Of course. My pleasure. Once again, a big thank you to Chris Cartman of Sun Devil Source for joining me to break down Arizona State. Once again, follow him on Twitter at Chris Cartman. That's Cartman with a K, K K-A-R-P-M-A-N. Publisher and insider on Sun Devil Source, part of our 24-7 sports network. Arizona State is going to be one fascinating watch in 2022. And boy, if Herm Edwards actually does not return, that is going to be absolutely insane. I'm talking before the season. Can you imagine if he doesn't return? Boy, Arizona State is going up and down right now. It's a complete roller coaster ride. So we'll see how it all unfolds throughout the spring, summer, and fall going into the next regular season. Thanks for listening once again to the College Football Daily. Be sure to find all of our episodes on wherever you may find your podcasts. I'm Nick Costco saying so long. We'll talk to you next time here on the College Football Daily.
was a very bright shining light, Sarajevo, and they needed to kill that light. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. U2, they represent a personification of our resistance. The Hollywood Reporter hails Kiss the Future, moving and inspirational. Kiss the Future! Viva Sarajevo! Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply.